0: You're listening to FloorCast with Jake and Israelson. Welcome to FloorCast, everybody. Welcome. Melody Dickinson is our guest for today. And uh, we haven't had FloorCast in forever. So this is super awesome to have back. I'm here with Melody Dickinson, like I said. How are you?
1: I'm great. Hey, everybody.
0: Yeah, so this is the most popular podcast in Carlton County. I I don't know of anyone else who has a podcast other than like Ben Cummings or something like that. I might have seen a couple of those, but um we're cooler. Okay. We have a we have a cooler studio. Like I think he was doing something in his garage. I don't know.
1: Did you <laughs> see that? He he has uh all kinds of little buildings there.
0: Right. Yeah. So and you know that's pretty cool. Uh so Let's let's talk a bit about you, because I have never had a guest either than either than Caleb McCollum on Floorcast. So this is this is huge, and and this is the first woman to be on Floorcast. So we're being hey. inclusive here. We're being very inclusive. So I just uh, I want to talk a bit about you. Like, so today we're gonna talk about how we got to where we are as people and that, and that actually has to do a lot with our childhood. So we're gonna talk a, a little bit about where I'm at and where you're at and talk a bit about our childhood and and see how we got here. So let's talk about you, where you live, what you do, where you work. Let, let's talk about that. Okay, so, <laughs> so
1: okay, I'm Melody. I live in the big metropolis of Benton which consists of like, 200 people, maybe. Um, it's in a very isolated rural community. Um, I, I've
0: never been there, have I?
1: Um, we have a l- great attractions there. I I don't need to put a plug in for that, but um, so I grew up. I'm, I grew up in Carlton County my whole life. Um, went to school in Woodstock. Uh, yeah, I've lived in Benton. I grew up in a small uh, humble country church um Luke and Bonnie Weaver pastored for years um let's see uh i i lived kind of like in a very sheltered environment more like protective i guess um very close to some cousins um Knew how to play in mud from an early age, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say at this point.
0: Okay, so, <clears throat> so and and that 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 was your your childhood. Is you you knew how to play in mud. You were outside. You were with yep. your cousins doing stuff. So were your parents like? So you that's where you grew up in the same area that you're living. Like now. right yep. now. Okay. Yep. That's cool. So your parents, what would you say, like, was it, what was the house kind of like a farmhouse or was it like?
1: Yeah. Because um, I, I haven't been there. I, it's, I don't necessarily it's know. Uh, it's actually a, a house that was constructed. I don't even know what year it was built, but my grandfather built it and it was, oh. there was farming land, but um, it's been... Many 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 years that it's been neglected, like it hasn't had any livestock or any, yeah, any mm-hmm. crops growing on it for many years. So it's kind of grown up with a lot of. It's very, it's quite forested um, mm-hmm. in some places. Then it's and then it's just like a lot of bushes and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a it was a farmhouse. Yeah, constructed by my my grandfather.
0: And and right now. Um, you're still living there. You're a drummer, like you said. So do you drum at your church?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, um, I actually, at 11 years old, I, that's when I first started playing drums in, in the little country church in Benton.
2: Okay. Um,
1: Luke and Bonnie um, always invested um, into the youth at church. Um, even if, even if we weren't quite confident behind like an instrument, but they could see that there was like a potential gifting or an anointing there, they would kind of allow us to really develop that in a safe environment. Mm -hmm. And so at 11 years old, they trusted me to be able to fill in because the the drummer at the time had gone to PEI on vacation for a weekend or something and couldn't make it back in time. So I filled in and a lot of the members of the church said that when they closed their eyes and listened, they thought it was Jonathan playing, but it was just a little girl, 11 year old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're just going oh, at it.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so I now, I now attend Hope city in Fredericton and I, I play drums there and I've I played drums for your, for your mom. So, Oh, people. Hope city.
0: So you go there regularly?
1: yeah oh okay yeah that's my I didn't
0: know that's my church Ah, I had no idea um I guess I didn't really ask so (laughs) there we go (laughs) folks uh so and and you've been in a band you've been in my mom's band yeah which is super cool the oh my gosh famous Stephanie Isleson band great
1: memories there with uh
0: who who all would you have played with when you were with her because you played when Wren Collective was yep. up here in Fredericton, yeah,
1: we opened for them. Um, we played. Uh, what was the, what was the name of that place down in, um, was it New Hampshire? Um, River, Rock. River Rock, yeah, we played there. I I can't remember all the all the guests that were there. Maybe Hawk Nelson, I think was one artist uh
0: oh river rock right i was there it
1: was a smaller festival
0: right so uh i'm trying to remember which one river rock was because i've been to so many different like i got river rock and soul fest mixed up because we yeah because
1: we we did play at soul fest like the year or two later after that
0: after that okay so like city harmonic was at one of those that you opened for or were you you were there for that do you remember city harmonic Uh, it was inside you guys were actually inside that was in Moncton. city harmonic i thought i thought that that was in the u.s somewhere but yeah soul fest um but yeah no it's kind of cool to see all the different bands that are around and you kind of you see so many you kind of forget where who's who um and well at at River Rock
1: it was the coolest experience ever because um like there were actually people coming up to us wanting our autograph I don't know (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like oh my word what is happening like this is this is really cool I I signed like a couple of t-shirts and uh, (laughs) album covers or something like it it was amazing but
0: (laughs) I'm Hey, guys, I'm Melody, and I'm famous drummer in the Stephanie Isleson Band. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people know you. That's why you're all viewing right now. You're not viewing for me. You're viewing for Melody right now. Um, and I guess we can talk a little bit about me. So I don't know if I said anyone new here. My name's Jake and Ezrelson. You might know me for doing this podcast. You might know me for making uh music you might like if you're new um i i recorded a uh, a whole album in september and i'm releasing for now i'm just going to say 10 songs um but yeah so talking about music with you drumming we're both kind of mm. musically inclined yeah. um and i make hip hop music and i'm a rapper so yeah i i've really enjoyed that there's a music video um if you want to visit www.jakeandisrelson.com you can go check that out you know it, it feels cool talking about your own website so yeah. i just that's why i had to say that
1: yeah i wish i had my own website
0: well hey you can do that use uh, <laughs> well Bab-Zoogle. a long time
1: ago there was such a thing called like myspace myspace so. right <laughs> yeah i know
0: i got hey for y- all those that don't know I got Facebook when I was 11 years old.
1: Oh my word.
0: And mom probably thinks <laughs> 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 Uh no, I oh, asked her. Word. I asked her um to get Facebook when I was 11. Well, I probably asked when I was 10, but I just kept on asking cuz we were at the farmhouse uh around that age and you know childhood, you know. And to get where I'm at, I had to have a crazy childhood, right? There's you know, and even some of the songs that I sing, um which you guys probably haven't heard yet because it's not out, but it will be out soon. You'll you'll actually get to hear a bit about my childhood. Um but yeah, I I kind of want to talk about and I already mentioned this to you before, but mm-hmm. I want to talk about kindergarten and and you said that you actually didn't attend kindergarten, no, um,
1: and that wasn't because I was rebellious,
0: right? It, yeah, rebellious child, and <laughs> <laughs> I or delayed I, or something. We could say that <laughs> I attended kindergarten twice, um, <laughs> kind of, and and we we already talked about. I talked with Caleb on this podcast before about my school life, but we kind of like we were skipping over the grades and just getting you know some just the the easy details but today we're going to get in the nitty-gritty and I wish Caleb was here so that he would get to know because he was he was asking about these but today I, I solely want to focus on those really early years um, because um, I just I had some interesting uh, perspective and experience so I'll get into my kindergarten life and then we can talk a bit about your early childhood as well so I uh, I started my regular kindergarten year. Um, I think it was I think it was here in New Brunswick. We were we were living here because I turned five or around that. I was I was five years old when we moved here, I believe. Um, and that probably was the fall that I started kindergarten. I'm going to guess um, because I remember doing preschool work. At least preschool, it was probably more just coloring books um, in Ontario, which uh, I actually I have memories of living in Ontario Hmm. for my first five years of my life because maybe maybe I have a good memory. You know, I'm 19. I don't know. How old are you?
1: 36.
0: 36. Yeah. I would not have guessed that.
1: Can I say would.
0: am I allowed to say you you must be getting old?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, what?
0: You're like uh 36. What? I did not know that. Yeah.
1: I cuz I'm I'm very youthful and playful in a lot of ways. Right.
0: Yeah. See, I would always guess that you're like 28 or hey, like you. hitting 30 soon. That's I I actually I didn't know. <laughs> well, then again <laughs> though, now that James is 23 is James 23. Wow. So now that my older brother is, is 23, the the people that I would have saw in their twenties, my, in my childhood are hitting, you know, kind of the thirties and and forties and whatnot. Uh, so that's, that's kind of (laughs) weird. Uh, but yeah, so for me in kindergarten, I started as a homeschooler and I did a full year of kindergarten. My mom was kind of my teacher, which uh, that's homeschool for you folks right there. Um, But of course, early years of homeschool is much different than um, later years of homeschool because this is what I'll tell you is your mom gets busy, right? In the later years, maybe she has more kids, right? I don't know. I'm telling this in the perspective of, one of the oldest child's uh, oldest children. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. But um, she, you know, when you're younger, you you kind of have to have your mom there, you know, just like a teacher working with you. And I got through the year and then we were like, OK, I guess mom decided we should go to a Christian school and continue that same curriculum that you were doing since that's what you started. Right. And Let's let's continue at Somerville Christian Academy, which is no longer a school, but it it was the same school that my mom had attended when she was young. So, I mean, like mother, like uh, son, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Might as well. So I, I go there and of course they test you um, to see where you're at. And this would be around close to the fall when uh, school starting up again. And they tested me. And keep in mind, I'm an early in the year birthday. I'm born in February. So how old was I? I was like six when they tested me. And most people in kindergarten, like you might see some four-year-olds at the start of kindergarten, and but they all have to turn at five before the, the next year hits, right? So... um. So, yeah, I was six years old. I was going to turn seven in February, so I wasn't thinking that I was going to hit kindergarten again for another loop. But mm. turns out I had forgotten some stuff when I tested, and I had to do it again. Um, and, of course, I i mean, I could have just been like, no, nah, I'm not doing that, and I'll just continue what I was doing at home. But um, for parents' sake... It was probably easier for me to just go to school and then they can, you know, work at home or something, <laughs> do what they need to do. So right. so I went to school, kindergarten. And dang, that was a interesting time because I probably didn't know it, but I was probably like I was probably taller than the other kids. Right. Because I was, you know, a whole year older I hit seven years old in in February. That's kind of like halfway through. And I remember some of these kids actually were quite younger than me. Like uh, I could mention the name Luke Walker. He he was four years old when we started, right? And I was six, turning seven. He was turning five. So, you know, that's a good two years Mm -hmm. ahead. Um, So... It, it was it was funny because in that realm, in the Christian school realm, they they're kind of they they're not as up to date with with the public school realm on on teaching. So you would have like I, I, I would say that the teachers definitely were were strict in a certain way that it was kind of funny to watch. Let's sh- i i won't name drop i don't know am i allowed to name drop probably won't but um i had so. i had a I had a, I had a fun teacher in kindergarten let's just say that and she like <laughs> there was a couple bad kids in 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 kindergarten and i and i'll say bad kids as like a funny term not in like hey i'm i'm saying that they're bad people i'm not saying that um You know, you have to be careful. It's 2022, you know, cancel culture is around us. We're around that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so there was a couple of the naughty kids and man, like I swear, I remember the name on the board system. And I don't know if you you uh, my mom would know of that because she went to that school is that something that you ever had in in school like the name on the board you get your name on the board three times and then you get a punishment no. like you go if that existed nose in the i
1: i was a really good student and yeah. i really like kissed up to all of my teachers from grade one to grade 12 like i was okay i was a brown noser wow. so if there was some sort of board system i did not know that anything like that because
0: i've never heard the term brown noser this is uh oh really new new terminology for me um (laughs) thanks we're learning new stuff every day
1: (laughs) well it's because i'm so ancient right (laughs) (laughs) right
0: we're a complete different generation so but that's the interesting part is is we're going to talk about our early childhood and how it how it is different Um, because when I was in kindergarten, I don't know what, or what year it was, but it was obviously early two thousands or maybe even, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll just say that. But, um, yeah, so there was a couple of the naughty kids that they just got their name on the board every day, man. And you know that the teacher just doesn't necessarily enjoy teaching those kids. Right. Right. So like and and it could be for the stupidest thing like uh, I remember the kids in kindergarten would get chocolate milk in in class right you could order it was like 25 or 50 cents Mm -hmm. you could get a milk chocolate milk they might have even made chocolate milk like 25 cents more expensive than regular milk just for a little extra change you know (laughs) the Christians always want a little extra money Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, the government's not giving it to them, so I understand. <laughs> but, so, uh, hey, an extra 25 cents here on some milk. Oh my that's, gosh, that's, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my word,
2: that's but,
0: funny. Man, like those kids are slurping on that milk because they got like their straws in the, in the bottom of their small milk carton, and they'd be sucking on that, and you would just get this slurping sound. Well, Mrs. Blank did not like the slurping sound. I tell you, like, if you kept on slurping when she said, like, she would say something like, stop! Stop slurping! Or, I don't know. I'll just, I'll just go with that. And, man, like, of course these kids are just, they're in kindergarten. They're going to slurp on the chocolate milk, okay? But that that's just kind of like, "Oh, you kept slurping for five extra seconds. We're putting your name <laughs> up on the board."
1: Oh my word. Two
0: more times and strike. You're out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But ah, uh, too funny. It it is kind of funny. There, there's just instances <clears throat> like that. Where it's like, "Ah, oh, your nose is going in the corner, you know." And it's just it, it was kind of for the funniest things cuz in in kindergarten you know i i understand that there's those teachers that just want to keep everyone in line and it's kind of like because i've been a counselor so um in at a camp not like a different type of counselor there's lots of different counselors but i've seen other counselors at camp like kids camp and they'll like have their their kids like a like their cabin is like the army like like, uh, Broen Verhoeven, he'll like, uh, I don't know. You probably don't know who he is, but he's an awesome counselor. He would rally up his 10 kids and basically like they were his little army following him around and and they would like salute. And I don't know, I'm just probably making that up, but, but they, they acted, they had that act. Whereas, you know, the him as like an older teenager would have that connection with the kids because they looked up to him. Whereas an older woman, kids aren't going to look up to an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully that's not, that's not, I mean, maybe they do. I look up to my grandmother, but I like, I just met you, right? <laughs> I just met you. And, oh my word. And, you're funny (laughs) you know what i mean like the things that you're telling me not to do is funny now of course i was actually very well behaved in kindergarten at least i think over time i think it was more in like grade eight grade nine when i was at a different school or even grade six like and i had a little more fun with uh because you know you're a young boy you just want to have fun right Mm -hmm. that's just what that's what we do and of course, older women um, that are teaching you don't necessarily understand what it's like to be a young boy because they haven't been. Maybe they had kids, maybe they didn't. If they had kids, then they're usually a lot more understanding um, with with young boys. But anyway, back to what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, there was, there was always those kids that they were just in the corner every day, like nose in the corner, names on the board. It's pretty sad. But I remembered all of basically almost every page. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that when I did that page. I remember doing that. And I swear I had A plus on every test. And later on, I realized that none of those tests mattered because it didn't count for a credit for me to graduate. So I'm trying to understand like, what was the whole point? Guys, like what was the whole point, you know? (laughs) But anyway... Yeah, like kindergarten was just it was weird cuz I was probably this big kid surrounded by all these little kids because I was like at least a year or two older than all all of them. And it I think that I was kind of maybe it was all in my head. I don't I don't really know at this point. Maybe it was all in my head, but I think that I was kind of like a leader amongst a lot of them and the fastest kid, man, like we play tag. I was I was too fast. It's too fast. And yeah, like I just I was always done work. One of the first ones done. And it was just kind of weird to 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 be in that and kind of like like I was too too ahead. Too ahead. I was like 7 years old. You know, I shouldn't have been there. If we're being honest. But anyway, so yeah, that that's a bit of my kindergarten life. Mhm and now we can talk a bit about yours but before we do that we're going to take a quick break for all you viewers that have uh listened this far you got to hear a bit about me and my kindergarten story that has led to me becoming um super famous rapper you know um be out there because there's more music coming but uh let's talk about melodies i guess what you would say more like your grade one, grade yep. two, you know, um, it, I don't know if you have any stories about being young, well, but
1: what one comes to mind, um, cause you, you kind of wanted to stem off of like pieces of your childhood that mm-hmm. kind of led you to where you are today. Yeah. So l- listening to you talk, I had, I actually had a memory come to me. <laughs> Um, so I, I grew up in, I grew up in a Christian home Yeah, yeah. and I loved church, like oh. any, any chance that church was happening, like service, if it was like special services, if there was a guest speaker or if it was youth group or just normal sunny service, whatever, like I loved being at church.
0: You were devoted to church.
1: <clears throat> I was, yeah. And, uh. but all like my my family went together. Like I had a lot of cousins. I had Uh, friends from the community that we all grew up together. So that was like church church was like an event or something to look forward to.
0: Right. So, so you had (laughs) friends there as well or what? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's cool. I, my experience in church, I'll I'll be super quick is uh, in the younger years, it's different now that I'm, a lot more matured in a way (laughs) Uh, I didn't like, like I would go to church because mom took us to church. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't like, not to say that, Oh, you know, I felt good that I went because um, I've always had a faith in, in God and Christianity, but I didn't have this thriving. Yes. I want to go to church because I always saw that Sunday school was kind of lame and maybe that that was just because of Sunday school teachers Mm -hmm. and and whatnot I don't know but I always thought it as lame so it's interesting to hear we're different though because she was born earlier than me much earlier than me and she's a girl so maybe that's different but yeah anyway keep keep going
1: so I guess what I'm trying to build to is like so in in the church that I was raised in Um, it was, uh, there was a, it was a Pentecostal church and there were a lot of like, uh, experiences I had of the adults that I looked up to praying in tongues and I never understood what was happening. I just knew that it was something would, it was almost like a faucet would turn on and they would start talking like gibberish. Right. And so. And I was like, so, but there was something exciting about it to me and I wanted to try to be able to speak it. And I didn't even know how you went about doing it or anything, but I can remember when I like at school in elementary school, um, I would, I like during recess, I would be outside and I'd be going up to kids that I didn't even know or didn't even like, and they'd be in a different grade. And I'd be I'd be going up to them and putting my hand on them and I would just start going like try like trying to mimic the sound that I always heard from the adults in church. And yeah. and I I distinctly remember there was a time it was um like for every so I went I went to public school. Uh, so see differences, um, I'm telling you. So every like with public school they kind of, um, if there's a holiday coming up, like we just had Valentine's day. So in public school at a, at a smaller grade, like elementary grade, they would kind of dedicate like a week of just like making crafts of hearts and stuff like that. But this this one memory I have, it was Halloween was approaching. So that week, like each day, everyone could participate in you could wear like dress as a clown on Tuesday or something. Anyhow, so there was again it was recess and there was this girl I don't even remember her name. Um, anyhow, she wore like this very scary demonic kind of mask. Um, <laughs> and like I never celebrated Halloween just yeah, and so she's wearing this awful. So I like. I beelined it to her at recess and I tried to pray like in tongues over her to like curse this whatever and to try to like convince her like like, this, this is like really wrong for this you to be wearing up. this horrific mask. So I, so at an early age, I was trying to like, I did a really poor job, but I was trying to convert people and try to like bring them to the same faith that that i through, lived by
0: through praying and in tongues yeah which yeah. wasn't
1: even tongue it was like i was just making sounds yeah but i i was so passionate about it and like yeah. i in my mind i'm like i'm i'm chain i'm like eradicating something in this in this student's life <laughs> <laughs>
0: and now, now let's just pretend that i'm that student i got this demonic uh mask on and and there there's this girl come up to me <laughs> that, <laughs> like, yeah, that's
1: exactly how it was and I'm thinking
0: <laughs> like so needless Those to kids say, were tra- traumatized she, she
1: ran off and so so then I was I'm like scouring like okay who who's who's my next victim oh so my. that that's that would be one one memory yeah. that stands out to me from my like grade one grade two so
0: uh did the kids have a name for you like uh the the tongue twirler (laughs) or (laughs) I they had many
1: names for me that i will not repeat they were they were very unkind names right but uh none of them none of them were associated with like
0: with that yeah christianity in any way okay yeah so Uh, you know we there's a lot of funny and funny things that we do when we're, when we're young. Um, and yeah, like that's a, that's a really good story. It's, it's a testimony to me. Um, because you know, I never did that. Um, I, I knew a little bit of what, what tongues were because I've been to churches where while I was young that, yeah, like that was happening. Um, but I, I guess I just, I just didn't, you know, and maybe uh, Sunday school and and stuff, because I I definitely attended Sunday school where I, I didn't, I don't know. I guess I don't like tongues when you, when you see tongues, it's usually within like the first service where the kids are still like in most churches, the kids are still there. Like they're usually there for the singing and then they depart off to Sunday school. So I guess I definitely saw a bit of that, but um, I guess I never tried it. I, I never tried it on the kids. That's, <laughs> I I think I, I definitely, because I was a bit older, Yeah. um, you know, in, in that kindergarten, maybe, maybe I just knew, um, not to, not to scare off my friends, but, <laughs> but that's, that's cool. I think that's kind of fun to, to think back on, on memories like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's sick.
1: Yeah, I th- I think it's just because like, like what I had witnessed and experienced, in, in church, um, like I it was a rush and it was incredible. Like I was never I was never really scared. Like and there were other like strange things I, I won't really talk about. That could be for another thing. But there were <laughs>
0: <laughs> stranger things with Melody Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: if you if you know like if you. If you are my age or older and you grew up in a Pentecostal church, you know, you know, kind of what I'm hinting at. Right. So there were, there were different things and they, they never scared me. I just wanted to understand better. But, and the more I kind of learned or understood, it got me more excited. Right. About, about like, jesus and faith and christianity and church and just everything that
0: right. encompasses that yeah see like kids are are actually highly adaptable at least in in my opinion and that's kind of why like like when i saw um people speaking in tongues um which I'll, i'm gonna guess most of you viewers probably haven't even seen that
1: right it or don't even know don't it, even know what we're is. talking about yeah.
0: um but yeah, in, in a Pentecostal church, that is something that you might see, and I won't even just hold it to Pentecostal churches, yep. uh, many other churches uh, as well. Um, but yeah, like for me, we're adaptable as uh, when we're young, mm-hmm. and and we kind of adapt to that, and, and we're like, you know, I don't necessarily understand what that is, but okay <laughs> you know what i mean and and that's kind of the like that, that kind of happens in, in education because we're we're always being educated when we're young right mm-hmm. so there's narratives of like nowadays the social norms are changing mm-hmm. and my idea on social norms is that as the world Keeps going like big events change social norms. Yep. Like, uh, you know, wars and and all that. But as as life progresses, um, we keep going left, and and that's that's a political spectrum. And I won't I won't get into mm-hmm. politics. But there's there's always a left and there's a right, and there's a middle. But both sides. What even if you're on the right you keep progressing left Mm -hmm. and and that's that's social norms that's just what happens because the left you could even say the radical side keeps bringing in new ideas trying them out Mm -hmm. and if they push it far enough that people accept it and through that through children like we're talking about how they're highly adaptive the children are able to accept it easier right. than the older people that grew up in a different ideological
2: yep.
0: sense, right? So for you even and me, we both, like like in my high school years, um, the social norms were changing. Like, for example, gender was, and, and sex were uh, both separated mm-hmm. and I don't know if that was the case for you. Mm-hmm. What was it? Were were they separating separating sex and gender or what was it kind of one thing?
1: Uh
0: or do you you might not even remember but
1: I I don't clearly remember. I I just um
0: but that that's just an example I, yeah, of Yeah,
1: I don't Yeah. I I can't really target. Exactly right.
0: Yeah. The focus was. Yeah. But that that's just a, a small example of kind of what what the social norms do is is as the left kind of brings in an idea and eventually the right have to grab on mm-hmm. because, you know, you can't have. Well, the reason why there's so much division is because there's there's people that don't want to um, grab on to these new ideas that that the left brings. So Obviously, there's a divisive line there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so as kids are highly adaptable <clears throat> and in, in education system, you know, the, I would say that the government is kind of the one who funds the education system and is kind of in control of that. So especially if you're in a liberal government, um, they're going to bring those ideas to children and, and they're going to adapt to them. Yeah, And it's just kind of... You know that's just gonna be the way it is, right? Like, so for me and you, we we definitely learn different things. Mm-hmm. If uh, like my little sisters were in public school, and they kept on going from here on out, like they would be learning much different things than than yeah. even I did. Yeah. Um, which is crazy, cause like. I was only in public school for like the last couple of years of, um, of my school. Yeah. Um, I did like, I did, let's just say I did high school. I did grade nine and I did grade 12. My school is all over the place. If you want to check out that podcast, <laughs> that's a completely different podcast than I did earlier, uh, my school life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how it all changes Mm -hmm. and the only thing that stops that left progression um because it's only going further but the only thing that stops it are these are these big causes that uh that happen like revolutions wars and and all that which is what is quite interesting um I won't get into a political side of what's going on in Canada cuz yeah. this is kind of a place that we can talk freely but also not get into debates where we divide each other. Right. But um you know what's going on in Canada right now is it's it's kind of this it's huge, right? It's it's a lot bigger than than our minds can even grasp. But Canada is under a lot of division yep. and it all revolves around the idea of freedom of speech and and thought and you know right and wrong right um but yeah like we're under a lot of division and because because of all that's going on i i feel like i that we can't necessarily uh we can't ignore it and people talk about it every day, right? So the one thing that I'll that I'll uh, that I will say, and you can probably bounce off of it, is we need to we definitely need to keep a mind of of peace and of understanding, mm-hmm. because there's going to be people on both sides that are, you know, that we all want what's best. We all want what's right, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. We we all want what's better for the world and in in a sense we all grew up in different um different homes we all grew up in different backgrounds so i'm not going to understand necessarily what it's like to uh live as a woman (laughs) because i'm not yeah um so with that said someone on the left and someone on the right Yeah, they're going to have their differences and they're going to disagree. But when we're when we're um, talking about our freedom of speech and what what we think is is right and wrong, when we're talking about those things, especially online, because that's what everyone's doing, at least a good amount of people are are voicing their their thought on the Internet. And this is what I see is let's say that this person's uh, far on the left. And that person posts what they think about uh, what's going on in Canada. They're going to voice this certain opinion and I'll see the, the opposite side just attack. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'll see the side that's for them praise that, that side, yep. praise them. Yep. But I'll see the other side attack. And it works with the left and it works with the right. And the only way we will ever get through... Something so crazy like we are in Canada is if the other side doesn't attack and is like, hey, I understand that we disagree. You have to have understanding with it and you got to be like, you know what, we disagree, but let's talk about it. Let's not just rip each other apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's hard because that's just an, almost a natural instinct is to get upset. Yeah. Because you're wrong, right? Um but I've I've had to learn to have peace and understanding and it's tough. It really is tough, but you know, I have close people who are very close to me on on both sides of the situation and they're just attacking each other. People like people that you don't even know are are commenting on these posts and being like just so hateful and, mm-hmm. and mean, mm-hmm. but the thing is they don't understand who this person is. Maybe for example, if you're uh, someone who supports the convoy, maybe you lost your job because you didn't get vaccinated. Right. And I, I'm not going to get into that, but I'll, I'll just say that's a complete different background than someone who is pro vaccine. Right? right. So, there's going to be those differences in life, but we have to be understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Because that, that's the only way that we can as left and right move forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and you probably agree on that. Like,
1: yeah, I think like, I think it's important to, um, to not jump, um, immediately like in a zone where you want to come against, that opinion that you don't like I think it's more important to like the piece of understanding I think it's important to ask questions like someone Mm -hmm. that's uh in the opposition that um maybe maybe you're somewhat close to that you could feel comfortable enough to ask them a question like to better understand okay well um that's fine your opinion but can you help me understand like why like why why are you mm-hmm. so passionate about about this decision or w- whatever it may be I, th- I think that's like a really wise piece of advice for for anybody is to to ask questions to
0: ask like why yeah. why is it that you believe that and
1: way? and it's not it's it's not, but don't go into it trying to change that individual's opinion mm-hmm. and your opinion doesn't have to change either but the goal is to have that that mutual respect yeah and like you just as simple as understanding that the word understanding
0: yeah like there there's a selfless act in in understanding right in in asking you know like we have to be open-minded and not into a sense that you know if you that it will break your core beliefs but We we do need to be open minded and we need to ask questions and we need to we need to not just grab our knife and start stabbing each other. Right. You know, Um, like it's just it's important for for all of us to to even just to agree to disagree, Mm -hmm. you know, and
1: so whatever whatever you learned in kindergarten is (laughs) proving to be to be well. Yeah. <laughs> you were able to go really deep
0: yeah yeah <laughs> well it, it's the it's a podcast you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta talk man you, oh, <laughs> you, you gotta say it but yeah like i'm i'm a proud i'm proud to be canadian mm-hmm. i really am and mm-hmm. i i know that a lot of people are uh man but i could tell you there's just like it's it's crazy. It's crazy to be a Canadian right now, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's a selfless act. It's it's a biblical principle to to not just f this, f that. You know, to to be selfless and and to ask and and be understanding with each other, but also mm-hmm. not fall into a dark pit that won't get you anywhere, <laughs> which. Uh, it happens. But if you're Canadian, comment down below. Please like and subscribe because, you know, that helps the algorithm know that we're the best podcast in the world. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Melody. I appreciate Thank it. You. It, was, um, it was fun. This is the best bedroom podcast in the world. So like, subscribe. Thank you guys for watching and listening. If you're on Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, except for Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, sorry. Um, all right, floor cast out. See you guys next time.